If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Kenneth Gagnon. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Also by Audible. Get two free books when you sign up at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. So I don't know if you guys realize this, but I actually have two episodes which I didn't number. So this is actually episode 70, but it's numbered 68. And I just realized this the other day. And I'm not sure what to do. Do I skip forward to 70 or do I stick with 68? I don't know. You guys let me know. Uh, So let's go ahead and get started with episode unknown number today. And we're going to start with feedback as we usually do. Uh, B. Matthew K. reviewed the show and they said, relevant and insightful. This is a great podcast. RJS's voice is like, (laughs) I forgot about this one. Uh, RJS's voice is like hot chocolate on a cold rainy day. The shorter, more frequent episodes really guarantee... (laughs) That just makes me that makes me laugh. Uh, when I read that to my wife, she literally burst out laughing for at least thirty seconds straight. Um, <laughs> let me go back. The shorter, more frequent episodes really guarantee that this is a timely source for Nintendo news and commentary. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much, uh, B. Matthew K. I, I very much appreciate the review. It definitely helps us get up higher on iTunes. Um, we're still not at that five-star review mark. We were, but we've got another bad review that came in, um, which I'll read when I get to it. I'm going in order. Um, but that brought us down below that five-star rating. So if you guys, if you really like the show and you want to help out, help me get that five-star rating back. Um Right before I hit record, uh, Scott S. Clark tweeted at me. Uh, He said, Subject, will Rockstar port games like GTA V and Red Dead Redemption, like PS3 versions, over to the Switch now since since it's a success? Boy, that's a really good question. For me, I really don't think that they're going to do something like that. That's a lot of work that they would have to do to port the PS3 versions. I think that they use their own engine. If... If Rockstar had used um, the Unreal Engine, am I thinking of the right one, or was it the um, yeah the, the Unreal Engine? Uh, if if they had used the Unreal Engine to make those games, then that might be a different uh, a different animal. But I think that they use a custom engine, so I don't think games like GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption, the PS3 or Xbox 360 versions, I don't think that we're going to see things like that on the Switch. I could be totally wrong. Um, I don't really follow Rockstar all that closely. I feel like they make great games with bad controls. Um, and I don't really care for the Grand Theft Auto games. I didn't like Red Dead Redemption. I liked watching people play Red Dead Redemption because it was a really great story, but I just don't like the controls. Everything feels like um, I'm controlling a point that's 
like two feet behind the character instead of the actual character. And it just feels clunky to me. Uh, that being said, I've heard that they're all amazing games, um, especially GTA 5 and uh, Red Dead Redemption. And I know a lot of people are very excited for the new Red Dead game that's coming out. Uh, but I don't see them porting uh, their triple, these AAA titles to the Switch, especially uh, this older stuff when they've got newer stuff coming out. Um, the new Red, Get, Red Dead game is coming, and if if previous games from Rockstar have ever been a, a good indication, it's going to be one of those games that looks beautiful. It's really going to push the current-gen hardware pretty hard, and porting that down to the Switch probably won't happen. So I don't think we'll see old games from Rockstar because those are old games, and I, I think that they know that people who want those games have probably already played those at this point, and I don't see them bringing new games. So the only thing that I would see from Rockstar is maybe something different, something that is only available on the Switch, uh, a game that, well, maybe not a, a Switch exclusive, but a game that could easily run on all of the platforms. Uh, if it, That's not really what Rockstar tends to do. They tend to focus on just a couple of games. Um, but maybe we would see something else that's not a Grand Theft game or that's not a Red Dead game. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, let me know. Tweet at me, at RunJumpStomp, just like uh, Scott S. Clark. Tell me if I'm wrong and why I'm wrong. First story in the news today is that Japan's My Nintendo Store is now going to be taking pre-orders for the Switch, and you can customize it. That means that you are going to be able to pick what you want, what color do you want for the left Joy-Con, what color do you want for the right Joy-Con. This is really, really cool. Now, I, this is what N Nintendo should be doing worldwide. They should open, not just in the Japan store, they should, they should open up a My Nintendo store everywhere, uh, sell them one at a time to people, let people customize the Joy-Cons, uh, and then ship it to you when it's ready. So basically what, what they're doing is Nintendo's Japanese online store, My Nintendo Store, has announced it will be taking pre-orders for customizable Nintendo Switch sets from August 22nd, 2017. The pre-orders will be shipped from October onwards. This is via Nintendo Soup. Uh, so up until this point, if you wanted to uh, get a Switch, especially in Japan, uh, people were lining up to get a, into a lottery in order to win the chance to buy a Nintendo Switch. We've talked about it on the on the store before. Um, or they've paid a high price in the resale market. Um, it's just been kind of crazy. So uh, I think that this is good. And Nintendo should do this, not only for the Switch and not only worldwide, but also for the SNES Classic. Get rid of the customization options, or actually, don't get rid of the customization options. Let me decide which controllers I want. Do I want the purple controllers, or do I want the red, yellow, blue, green? Is it blue and green? It's red, yellow. I'm trying to look at a Super Nintendo controller from here. I think it's red, yellow, blue, and green. I can't see one. Uh, but anyway... Uh, let me pick which co which controllers I want. Let me pick which deck that I want. And then, okay, maybe you're not ready to ship it to me. Just ship it to me when it's ready. This is the kind of thing that Apple has done for a very long time. They bring out a new iPhone. 
You go to the store, you say, I want one, and they say, okay, uh, we'll ship it to you in four months. And you're like, oh, God, I wish I'd have stayed up until midnight to order this. But at least you know that you've got one. Uh, so it looks like Nintendo is might be changing their ways. Uh, hopefully they're starting um, slow with this in Japan, and they're going to branch out maybe by uh, the time that uh, that we start doing... Um, uh, oh gosh, I, my phone, which is muted, is still making noise. Sorry. Um, by the time the SNES Classic uh, pre-orders go out. <clears throat> what do you guys think? Do you think that Nintendo's going to do it? I doubt it. I hope so, but I doubt it. As of this recording, PAX West begins in 16 days, 23 hours, 20 minutes, and 11 seconds. And Nintendo will be there. And there will be a special Nintendo panel at PAX West. This is very cool. It's going to be in the Hydra Theater, which is a very cool-sounding theater. Uh, Saturday, 9-2. So Saturday, September 2nd, uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. So it's just one hour. Now... I have no idea what they're going to talk about there. Will they discuss Virtual Console? Will they discuss um, uh, SNES Classic? Are they going to announce a new game? Or are they just going to talk about um, other Switch-related things? I really have no idea. Do you think that maybe they will um, be giving away some SNES Classics? If you are going to PAX West... I really, really want to hear from you if you go to this conference. So please let me know uh, what it is that you see when you're there. I am very interested in this. I won't be going to PAX West. I'm a teacher. September, I will be teaching, and I live on the East Coast, and PAX West is very much not on the East Coast, so I can't go there. What do I want them to talk about? Well... I would really like to hear more about Virtual Console. I would like to hear more about the um, the online stuff. What are we going to be getting? How often is that going to be happening? Is it going to be every month? Which games are going to be coming out? Is it only NES games? Or will it also be SNES games? Um, I really want them to talk about Virtual Console. If I hadn't already said that, I think I have. And I want them to talk about the the issues that they have been having with um let me think how how do I want to the issues that they've been having with keeping up their supply with demand uh especially for the micro consoles that have been coming out the switch i feel like yes it's hard to find but i think that uh nintendo has a better handle on that than they do the micro consoles and you know, if you look at the NES Classic and how popular it was, and then you look at the idea of the SNES Classic, everybody remembers what it was like when the NES Classic came out and how hard it was to find one. Couple that with the fact that this, this is a much better set of games. It comes with two controllers. The price is only $20 higher, and it's the only way currently to legally play Star Fox 2 the demand for this thing is going to be absolutely insane. Now, Nintendo has told us that they understand it, that they're going to get it right, but I'm still very skeptical, and I would love for them to talk about their plans for the future for these micro consoles and for virtual console at this one-hour PAX panel. Um, I'm also interested in who is it going to be. 
Is it going to be Koizumi? Is it going to be Kimishima? Or will they bring out Reggie um, because he's a native English speaker? Although I, Kimishima also speaks English. He was the CEO of Nintendo of America for quite a while. Um, so he also speaks English. Uh, I don't know if Koizumi does or not. But what I really hope is that we don't have another... If you look back at the announcement of the Switch, um, that thing, that announcement, while I love the idea of the Switch and I was very excited to watch that announcement, it was a disaster. It was it went very poorly. Um, the translators had trouble understanding what some of the presenters were talking about. There's so much that just falls flat. I almost wish that Nintendo would just do Nintendo Directs um, instead of the live stuff, they, they, they do so well when they pre-edit footage together and then show it. Maybe this isn't about any of that. Maybe this is this one hour panel is to show off a new game. Now, a new game does not mean it's a game that we haven't seen yet. It might just be about Super Mario Odyssey. They're trying to hype that up. I mean, September 2nd, that's two months before suit. Well, two and a half months roughly before Super Mario Odyssey comes out. So it could just be them showing off some crazy stuff in Super Mario Odyssey, which, you know, that'll be fun to watch. But I would really prefer to see something that we don't know about yet. Something completely new. Maybe a new Animal Crossing game for the Switch. Maybe, I don't think it'll be have anything to do with Pokemon. Uh, but something new. Something that is unprecedented uh that we haven't that will surprise us like when we were watching that nintendo direct and cloud showed up in super smash brothers like that really blew people away we had no expectation that that was happening and then the cloud amiibos were announced like that was really exciting and people got very very hyped about that announcement i would really like nintendo to use this one hour panel to surprise us and excite us if they aren't going to inform us uh, one or the other. But as excited I am to see more Super Mario Odyssey footage, I'm already sold on the game. They don't need to sell it to me again. Um, I'm going to buy that game, and I'm going to buy the hell out of it. I'll probably end up buying two copies because my son will want to play too. Although there's no... Eh, maybe not. I don't know. I, I'm, I still have to think about it. But anyway, um, what do you guys want to see at this PAX West uh, one-hour panel, let me know. RunJumpStomp at gmail.com. You're going to live, breathe, eat, sleep Mario in Super Mario All-Stars. Four complete Mario games, including the never-seen Lost Levels. You can't get more Mario than this. At arms underscore co-butter. I don't understand what that's all about, but it is a Japanese account that tweets about arms stuff. I think it's official. I'm not sure if it's an official. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's official, though. Uh, but anyway... I. Well, before I even get to the story, it really kind of bothers me that they don't have an equivalent English version that tweets out things at the same time that's uh, translated. But anyway, that's beside the point. We have we have uh, Japanese translation uh, built into Twitter, and <laughs> this is very funny. It says, I'm going to read you what it says because it's it's hilarious. I love when translation's a disaster. It says, Basin Jewels. I don't know what that means. C-E-C-I, Born Getaway. I relax. Sweet scent tinged with exoticism. Oh, I just live now. 
Fighter, yes. Around that, say, give it. The research party vacation. Special bonus where it is. All right. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but other people have translated this. Um, you know, people, not uh, machine, have translated this. And they're saying that that, that the, the, there's a picture showing Biff sitting uh, at like a coffee shop outside of a candy-themed uh, arms stage. Now, they haven't mentioned anything about a new character, but it would be really silly for them to put out a candy-themed stage without a candy-themed character. And... What would their arms be made out of? It'd have to be licorice or taffy, um, something like that. Although taffy might be a little too close to um, to Helix, you know, because he kind of looks a little bit like uh, glittery taffy. But are you guys excited for this? I am excited for this. I think that ARMS needs to ramp up their PR campaign. They really need to get out there and remind people, hey, this game exists and it's awesome and they need to bring out more characters faster, or at least um, talk about what they're doing. Like, show off this character so people can get excited about it. Don't give a date. Don't say when it's happening. Just say, check out this new character or this new stage. Look at it. See how great it is. And then the next month, here's what the progress we've made. And then the month after that, probably drop them. If we have a steady stream of information coming to us from ARMS, then people are going to stay playing that game. And right now, with the and I've talked about this before, with the way that ARMS was released, like, what was it, like less than a month or a month and a half at most before Splatoon 2, uh, another giant multiplayer game, I really... It, Splatoon 2 is eating ARMS lunch, which is... Um, it's sad because ARMS is a fantastic game. It might be my favorite fighting game. Uh, I really like it. I feel like I have the ability to play it because it's not so fast. Not to say that ARMS is a slow game, but it's not... Like, whenever I watch somebody play Super Smash Brothers, especially, like, the top players, I'm like, how in the hell are they pulling these things off? I cannot understand it. But when I watch people play ARMS, I'm like, okay. So, oh, they just baited out the... Um, the the grab by blocking so like i kind of understand how that game works much better the telegraphs are much easier to spot and you it still has that that good fight fighting game mechanic where this beats that and that beats the other thing uh and the other thing beats this if the little like the weapon triangle in fire emblem um so who are you hoping for to come along with this candy theme stage? You want what what other uh candies could it be made out of? And do you think it's possible that uh it'll be only generic candy or do you think maybe the character will be like sponsored like this this match brought to you by Hershey's. Uh anyway, let me know what you guys think. Uh let's jump into the last big news story. King Kong, he's big. He's ugly, and he's no good at Nintendo, but you... EA is testing the response of the Nintendo Switch console audience with FIFA 18. They've said, I've made people repeatedly publicly aware that I'm a gigantic Nintendo fanboy. This is uh, Soderlund, um, who I don't know who he is, but uh, he works for EA. My phone keeps making noise. It's driving me crazy. Um... 
I've made people repeatedly publicly aware that I'm a gigantic Nintendo fanboy. Nintendo was what got me into this industry in the first place. I take my Switch with me everywhere. Uh, Soderland, what I will say is that we will appear on any platform where there are consumers and players. We believe that we want to be a part of the Switch and help Nintendo grow that install base. That's why you will see FIFA, which, by the way, is really good this year, a full, fully-fledged FIFA game for the first time, to be honest, on a portable device. But at the same time, we have to look at it from a resource standpoint. And at some point, the numbers become a factor. So for us, it's about supporting the platform, building technology for the platform, testing it out with big things like FIFA, and maybe a couple of others. We'll see. And if they go well, I see no reason why we shouldn't have as much of our portfolio on that platform as possible. I hope to get there. That would be my personal ambition. All right. Well, I don't like this. I don't like this because it feels to me like it's a marketing gimmick. They're saying, hey, you want more of our other games to come to the Switch? Then buy this other game that you may or may not want. Let's get one thing straight. The AAA games that EA or even on other developers, and there's a lot of, EA is not the only one doing this. There's a lot of developers that are that are giving out this line that um, make sure you buy this game or we're not going to make any other games on the platform. It just sounds kind of slimy to me. Um, the AAA games that EA is going to be making that are going to make the PS4 and Xbox One chug, um, these are not going to be coming to the Switch anyway. It's far too much work to port games like that to the Switch. Now, if I'm wrong, I will happily eat crow and say, well, I was wrong. But I really don't think that we're going to be looking at... Um, big, huge uh, AAA titles that, re- that that make the the Xbox One and the PS4 really work hard in order to display even 30 frames per second. They're not going to put in the, the, the time and resources in order to port those games to the Switch. So I know a lot of people want that. My honest uh, advice to you is if you want to play those games, buy a PS4 or Xbox One. That's what I did. I have a PS4 for the games that won't come to the Switch. Um, I have a PC for the games that won't come to the PS4 or the Switch. Because Xbox One uh, PC games, they're pretty much... There's very little Xbox One exclusives. If When when they say, we're not going to support this if uh, our game doesn't sell, that seems very disingenuous to me. If the Switch is successful then third parties are going to support it because they're going to look there and they're going to see, hey, look at all the customers that are over there. There's a lot of potential customers, people who have a Switch. We should probably make a game for that because we can make some money off that. They're not going to look at FIFA and say, oh, well, FIFA didn't sell very well. So let's not make the next game for it. If there's a large install base of the Switch then they are going to support the system. The reason the Wii U didn't get support was because there was a crappy install base. It's That's it. That's the only reason. If the Wii U had a successful um, install base and had 60 million consoles out there, then EA would have been dropping games on it. So I don't think that that's a very um, honest thing to say. It just feels to me like it's a marketing gimmick. I could be wrong. 
but it feels like it's a marketing gimmick trying to get people to buy a game that they may not otherwise buy. You know, maybe I don't care about uh, FIFA. Maybe I really only like Madden. Trust me, I don't care about either of them because I'm not a sports ball guy. But let's say that you are a sports ball person and you really want to play the next Madden on the Switch. Well, don't buy FIFA just because you want to play Madden. Only buy FIFA if that's the kind of game that you want to play. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, I, I just be wary. In my opinion, be wary of game companies that are saying things like this because it's almost like they're trying to... What's the word I'm looking for? You know, I don't know what word I'm looking for. It seems like they are trying to almost do like a bait and switch kind of thing. And what they should do instead is just make sure that the game is good. And if the game is good and there's a large install base, the game will sell. The game will sell if the game is good. Not because the game will sell because we want you to make some other game, maybe if you feel like it, sometime in the future. That's just a little... A little disheartening, I think. I don't. I don't like it. Uh, anyway, let's uh, hit this last story in the in the lightning round. Power glove. Everything else is child's play. And the last story for today is a lightning round story, mostly because you know it's. I don't want to spoil the article. It's a very interesting article. It's found over at SourceGaming.info, uh, and it is all about. Uh, Kirby's development secrets. Now it's actually an older article, but I found it today and I thought it looked really good. I read through it. Very interesting article. It is in English. It's been translated by Source Gaming into English so that you can read it. Um, it's not super long, but it's very cool. And it, it basically tells about how they built their game on the Famicom, which is very strange. It, I, I I encourage you guys to check out um, this interview with uh, Sakurai, and it's very enjoyable read. So there you go. That's it for the lightning round. You are about to come face to face with the advanced video technology of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, guys, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, let me know. If there's a topic that you want me to discuss. Let me know. You can do so through email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail, uh, 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. I know last episode that I said that I had another voicemail to play. It was too garbled. I couldn't really hear what it was. I did let that person know, and maybe they'll call back and, and uh, try again. Um, if you want to join the Discord, that's runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And, of course, stop by the live stream sometime. That's twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. I will probably be recording, not recording, I will probably be streaming Sonic Mania today. Um, I'm not sure what time I'm going to start, but i just letting you guys know that. You can watch the video afterwards, or if you hear this before I start, you can uh, tune in. Um, make sure that you find a, there's free ways to support the show, just either an iTunes review or by using my Amazon affiliate link. Uh, if you, if you, your pockets are filled with far too much money and you want to get rid of it, there's a couple ways that I can help you with that. One way is by heading on over to my wife's Etsy shop. That's etsy.com slash shop slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, you can join the Patreon and uh, get exclusive rewards there. And, um, of course, you can listen to the ad at the end of the um, 
the the show about Audible, and uh, you can get some free books with Audible. Uh, links to all of that stuff is at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Uh, and um, here comes the music. So you guys have an awesome day, and special thanks to Noteblock for that music. Bye-bye. Oh, wait. Oh, there's more. I wanted to shout out Daz, uh, Dazme, uh, and Link31254 for being here. Uh, they, got, they are patrons, and they're listening live while I record. So special thanks to you guys for doing that. I'm out of here, and I'll see you guys next time. Witchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible.